Hello, my name is Maris, and welcome to my show, Critical Root Zone, where we dig deep with inquiring minds to get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust while supporting all voices on our journey to a climate-positive planet. And we are now at the finale of the Cannabis Series uh, with my friend Derek Bazanius. How's it going? Hey, buddy. We, we got to talk about you. We, this guy is the co-owner and CEO of LabCanna, Tennessee's pioneer cannabis business, winner of Best Nashville 2019, 2020, and 2021, and co-founder of Cultivate Tennessee, a 501c6 political action committee advocating for the most effective, safe, and ethical cannabis legislation in the U.S. and here in the volunteer state. Welcome, my friend. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. You've been sitting patiently and waiting for your turn. And I have. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to listen to some uh, great cannabis expertise from some real professionals. We had Frederick on talking about hemp and some of the history and his personal story where we met at Lab Canna. There we go. You were your home. Yep. Basically, yep. home away from home, second home. That's your spot, home. man. And. Because of you, we met. So thank you. Of course. Thank and you. Then... Thank you both for coming. <laughs> thank everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we're just full of joy and love right now. Everybody said so we're hot. We are high on unicorn tears. Mad taste. Except not high because it's CBD. <laughs> <laughs> high on life. High vibrations. Exactly. I'm done with mine. But I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you. I had to get the last one. Dang, I didn't push record. It's okay. I was so excited. That's perfect. Um, yeah, so here we are, and uh, your wife came on. She's COO of Lab Canna. She is my better half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Better half, definitely. <laughs> and there oh, yeah. she is. She's beautiful. <laughs> she did a great job. And um, we're just trying to uncover this plant, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is so much to cover, so much miseducation, re-education, combating the 50-plus years of the war on drugs. Um, yep you know, origin stories for everyone because it seems like the majority of people have a cannabis origin story. Um, I'll go into a little bit more detail of mine that uh, Sarah actually kind of hinted at. Right. Um, So talked about the car accident, the freak accident that we had in 2016. Yeah, like tell the preface that though. Yes. So we were actually (laughs) supposed to go to Colorado and at that time cannabis was legal in Colorado, um, marijuana specifically. So we were very excited, went out to Cool Springs, got some winter gear. We were supposed to go skiing. It was two days before St. Patrick's Day, and we were actually driving on the interstate less than five minutes from home. Right by exit one on 440, a stolen utility van actually ramped off the median. We were both doing 65 and landed directly on top of us. Um, I lost complete memory of driving. Um, The last thing I remember was leaving the store. I, Sarah, woke up within five seconds, uh, went to reach for me. I was seizing, oh uh, bleeding God. from the face. I mean, I have no recollection whatsoever. Ooh. Rushed to Vanderbilt trauma, uh, and I actually suffered the worst traumatic brain injury that they'd ever seen. So they gave the report to my family, my friends, that I would either be completely brain dead or at best have a 51st dates or Groundhog Day oh style memory. Gosh, thinking yeah. of the same day over and over. Mm. Well, about three weeks later, uh, I was released from trauma after three days, which is another story for another time. Uh, but three weeks later, I was actually on the road to full cognitive recovery. And that right. was phenomenal. Yeah, that was like not normal. Not even a little bit. Okay. No. Um, giving, you know, the report that they received. And uh, like I said, I can't remember at all. But 
I am blessed to be here. Uh, I thought that it was a, more of a spiritual thing because uh, there's absolutely, I mean, the amount of love that I received, care from family and, you know, people surrounding me absolutely had an impact, especially mm. just being in the hospital in a medically induced coma. I had no surgeries, none, mm, none wow. on my brain, fractured my skull, C6 vertebrae. Uh, had brain swelling, brain bleed. I mean, it was it was a dire situation. Wow. Um, recovering from another accident, again, another story for another time. Yeah. Uh, about five months later, uh, I was watching a special on Vice. CBD, cannabinoids, THC, cannabis was huge because uh, if you remember, I think what was the movie called Concussion with Will Smith? Yeah. Came out that year. Wow. So CTEs, concussion, and specifically in the NFL. Huge, huge in the media, huge in discussion. And Vice had a special uh, called Gridiron Ganja. And they that is where I learned you're four times more likely to make a full cognitive recovery from a TBI if you have cannabinoids in your system 72 hours before or 48 hours after a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it. I mean, that, that really Which, set the trajectory for me and the rest of my life. I've got the picture of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! So that was a Toyota Tacoma, and now it's who knows where. It was a truck. Yes, yes, it was. Oh my, yeah, man! I'm so glad you're here. Thanks. We Me are too. blessed, man. Yeah, I, I certainly am. And we all are. For that to be in your system before and after, mm-hmm. and like they let you out of the hospital three days. Is yeah. that what you said? Three days, and that was that's a whole other discussion about just the politics and bureaucracy of just hospitalization. Yeah, healthcare. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely another another conversation. <laughs> um, so then after that, you're on the mend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, tell me more about about you. And, um, well, first of all, let's. I'm going to go back and talk about Lab Canada just again because if you didn't hear the other episodes, Lab Canada is a local store here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. And um, they have all local products, and they're doing great things. Um, that's where I met Frederick. That's where I met these guys just showing up to a 420 party. Like, how awesome is that, too? It's just a public event. Yep. Come check us out. And their spot is so cool. The Lab Canada East store is just, like, the coolest. And you <laughs> built it with your bare hands. Yes, with zero construction <laughs> experience. Uh, like Sarah said before, I'll hire some contractors. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yes, We learned big some time. things. But, hey, you got to fail to learn, right? Yeah, but actually you succeeded. So, yeah. I mean, you just I mean, you just proved us all, all wrong. <laughs> but um, frequently asked questions, I just pulled up this this page because if you have questions and more, you want to further your, your knowledge and get more educated, they have a whole page on it on their website. We do. We have articles. Yep. Labcanon.com. Our store is uh, in East Nashville, 1006 Gallatin. Uh, Come. That's Labcan East. Come check us out. That is uh, where we all got introduced and and really uh, kicked off our friendship and relationship and really connected and uh, vibrated. Shout out to Fred. We were aligned. That word's going to come up again. We were all aligned and we're aligned right now Mm -hmm. today, right here. Yep. But so tell me more about this uh, Cultivate Tennessee. Yeah, so Cultivate Tennessee is uh, another because there are a few political action committees in Tennessee pushing for the legislation that makes the most sense for all Tennesseans. Um, that goes from farmers to ancillary businesses to uh, consumers, patients. Um, Hat Hemp Alliance of Tennessee is really, really uh pioneering that side of 
the legislative yeah. push uh, as well as for consumers and getting that uh, understanding and education out there. And Cultivate Tennessee is also doing a similar thing. I mean, we are really pushing for that legislation side, uh, which not really don't really have to tell many people, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of um, – a lot of work to change that perception, especially here where we are. Um, yeah, yeah. And in Tennessee, you're correct. saying in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We struggle with quite a few things. I mean, being a being an environmentalist, being an activist, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like I feel that struggle mm-hmm. because, you know, zero waste idea and the recycling and the plastic and, and thinking like, hey, this is like a no brainer. Like, let's just stop making this shit yep. or at least like, you know, put some things in place to hold producers responsible. Mm-hmm. It is it's. It's very hard. Yeah. I mean, it's it, you talked about it with Fred, the, the carbon offset that cannabis, period, hemp specifically brings. I mean... Hand in hand, man. Absolutely. These things are hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But I just said it was hard. I didn't say it wasn't possible. Correct. Okay? Because <laughs> it is possible and it is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think something that I've also noticed between all the guests I've had on my show thus far is everybody started from, from ground zero. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It takes persistence. And, and, and passion. Oh, absolutely. Passion. Bringing it back to passion. Mm-hmm. And the drive for that, it really, like, for me, my purpose is just, it's, it's unraveled to me because I, I don't really think I can ever unsee what, what I know. Yep. I can't unknow what I know. Yep. And, um, and it's beautiful because, I mean, like, this is the stuff that's giving me purpose in life. I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but I'm glad we're here, you know? Oh, like, me too. And we're helping other people. Like, your personal experience... Mm-hmm. Like and and Frederick's personal experience with his mom, and then Sarah being with you and having that experience with you. I mean, we're all um, experiencing it in our own way, and that that also leads into environmentalism. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know how to even they don't connect. If you don't connect to it, yep. then you're not really thinking about it. Yeah, um, which is so so difficult. I mean, the environment we are part of the environment. Right. You know what I mean? So without support it, each other. There's none of us mm-hmm. without Correct. us. Yep. There's. Nothing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but moving moving into, again, like what you were talking about, Cultivate Tennessee, mm-hmm. the legislation part of it, and, you know, where are we at with uh, with all this? Like, you know, we, we kind of touched on the Farm Bill in 2014, mm-hmm. which was the cultivation of the cannabis plant, right? That is actually how Lab Canada got started. We were operating in that pilot program with TSU at the time and uh-huh. got one of the first grow licenses out on our family farm in Franklin. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then 20. 2018. 2018. So funnily enough, it was like December is when that was the 2018 farm bill was signed in. Uh, But that's when commercialization really, really blew up. So Lab Canna specifically, we've been through every single step in the hemp cannabis supply chain. Um, Growing outdoors for biomass, indoors for consumable flour, extraction, distillation, end product manufacturing, e-com, brick and mortar, and even had a restaurant. Unfortunately, I had to close that in 2020. Mm. Thanks, COVID. Oh, yeah, absolutely (laughs) are. Absolutely are. But, you know, it's really given us a full picture understanding of how the industry operates, how the ancillary businesses that operate alongside and would be impacted by this industry, Mm -hmm. um, how all of those kind of coincide, but also compete. So mm-hmm. that is where the policy side kind of comes in and yeah. why it's so difficult to, to bring that um, effective policy to the table because so many industries, businesses, farmers, people, they'll, they'll all be impacted. So it's kind Tell of a, a stalemate right now. Tell me more. Um, so Fred, for example, he's with HAT. He's been working on a big thing with uh, industrial hemp 
and bringing industrial hemp in retooling current industries, such as the automotive industry, um, into this space. And that is innovation. That is progressing our GDP, progressing our people. So bringing that in, it's a change of retooling. Um, retooling their processes, retooling how they are um, constructing certain components of the car, and that is change. Change is scary for so a lot of people. Changing the systems, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, reimagining. Exactly. Reimagining. We're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's slowly now, but, like, I mean, it's all going to have to change. Yep. Everything. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And you talked about it before, hempcrete. Hempcrete, this entire building could be made of hempcrete. It would offset carbon significantly because it's so much lighter than normal concrete. Yeah. Uh, concrete accounts for 7% of the global CO2 emissions. Yeah. 7%. Wow. So you change that out for hempcrete. One. First of all, you're growing hemp. It's offsetting carbon that way. Yep. And then on top of that, you're reducing weight to ship it across the globe. Wow. So then you're offsetting it that way as well. However, you need to get into the codes aspect of it. So once those, you know, you're reworking the entire code system on what is an acceptable metric for a concrete or hempcrete block, that is the struggle. That's why everything takes so much time when it comes to legislation. So when this, you know, if we, if we, if we bring it in, we're like, hey, everything is legal now and let's go, right? Mm-hmm. If we, I mean, I don't know if it's possible that we're going to have all the answers all right away. Like yeah. that's just something that has to be developed. Mm-hmm. But like how how bad how bad could it be? It's a it's it's a plant that we keep referring to as the miracle plant yep. and the nature's vitamins and mm-hmm. like the cure all. So I mean, just let like letting it ride wouldn't be such a bad thing. But there comes there comes a stipulation. Yes, always is, always oh, is. Oh man, and mm-hmm. it brings me back. I mean, to money. Yep. Back to money, man. Yeah, it's every, I mean, unfortunately, we that's the society we live in, capitalism. We need more billionaires to put more money into this. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Got to get them that tax incentive. I'm that's what they're waiting some, for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the tax incentives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So, um, 2018, we're commercialized. Yep. Um, and then currently, I think I heard Frederick talking about there's some, they're working on something right now, like mm-hmm. another one, mm-hmm. 2023. Yes. A, a new, a new farm bill. And you know, that's, I personally can't speak very much into that because, uh, it, things change yep. at the drop of a hat, you know, and that's yeah. something that we've had to adapt to in this industry. Uh, hand over fist. I mean, it's it's definitely something, especially on a state by state cases. Good basis. Nice segue, yeah, because I've got I've got this cool map. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling up the map, so this is from let's see, Disa, Disa dot com. Okay, which we were looking at this and already Dirk's like, oh, that's outdated. <laughs> so, a little bit. I mean, so, a little, a little so, tiny bit because it's always yeah, changing. So. It, it is. It is. And like Tennessee, for example, technically has a medical marijuana availability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do appreciate that it's grayed out because we don't really have one. Um, so, <laughs> as a patient, uh, you are if you have a letter from your doctor, dependent on you know a certain number of issues that you're dealing with certain very defined set of issues that you're dealing with you can have a note from your doctor go to a legal cannabis state and get a marijuana medical marijuana product that is under nine tenths of a percent delta nine thc and the hemp law is is three tenths of a percent exactly jumping through so many hoops 
And that's the other Holy thing. Holy schmoly. No legal state is really going to produce a nine-tenths of a percent Delta 9 THC product. It just oh, financially doesn't make sense. Oh, so that's not it, even it was really, a bone. doesn't really exist. Mm-mm, not really. God. Yep. Okay, well, we're on our way. I think that, you know, <laughs> speaking on Tennessee, mm-hmm. right, we've mm-hmm. come a long way. We have. And there is uh, a long way to go still, but I think that next year we're going to see a yet another exponential leap. So, mm, for July, example, yeah. oh, there okay. was uh, HB, House Bill 1968. Okay. Bob Freeman <gasps> sponsored that bill. He, he was just on the show. Oh. And that was the last thing that we talked about mm-hmm. was the bill that had... Mm-hmm. Died, yes. but um, okay, proceed. Yes. yes. So that was free all cannabis in Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. TGC, Tennessee Growers Coalition, really helped to push that bill. Um, that could have been, and we see the opposite side of that pendulum was HB nineteen twenty seven. So we're seeing that the pendulum is swinging back and forth. There is a ton of support. There is almost equal amounts of opposition, mm-hmm. and that just comes from education. Um, so HB 1927 would have uh, it was meant to destroy the entire THC psychoactive cannabinoid side of the hemp industry. Even though it's federally legal by 2018 Farm Bill standards, Tennesseans and our legislators here didn't want to continue that based on some fairly inaccurate and cherry-picked data. Mm-hmm. Um, it was They tried to position it as a consumer safety situation. Mm. If you really want consumers to be safe, put in regulations. Do not continue to put in prohibition. Oh, my God. We if we're going to talk about work. that anymore, I swear, because alcohol is one of the leading killers. I mean... Yes, it is. So I just... Uh, that's not an... Ex- you can't say that. No. You can't say that. No, you can't. Uh, I love... So one of the big things that I love saying, medicinal alcohol... Not safe for consumption. <laughs> Medicinal cannabis, safe for consumption. Hell yeah. So take take that as you will. And then, I, I mean, <laughs> you think they're a little scared of also, like, you know, the war on drugs mm-hmm. and police getting a lot of money from <laughs> criminalization of these plants. Yep. Oh, yeah. So when that goes out the window. Yep. What are they going to do? Actually, like, it. Yeah. Hey. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing to think about. Um but so what's the next move you think or like, you know, just from your personal thoughts and experience, like what do you think would be the next move in that arena? Because since that bill died, mm-hmm. right, like mm-hmm. Bob and I started talking about, hey, yeah, we got time for before the next session, yep. right, in January. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning so much about voting as well, mm-hmm. um, about policy, voting on policy versus politicians yep. or politics, which mm-hmm. – a lot of us, uh, I think people my age, I've even had the conversation where people are like, well, my voice isn't getting heard. Like, there's, I have no power in this because I don't have money. And I'm like, what? This is, this is not how our country was created. Mm-hmm. Like, the government was not created. But I understand. Yes. I absolutely understand because I was there. And I think just moving into this part of like, no, well, I have to try. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't I at least try exactly. to understand? So there's an election coming up in August. Mm-hmm. And um, Bob will be running again. He's got my vote. Um, but, like, just to know, like, pro-cannabis people mm-hmm. and, and who they are. Um, I met another guy, Republican, um, Joe. What's his name? Joe Kirkpatrick. Joe Kirkpatrick. So that's another dude, pro-cannabis guy. He had a little fundraising event at uh, the Holistic Connection in Green mm-hmm. Hills. It was so much fun, too. <laughs> met a little mom and pop, like, ice cream couple that had... Uh, nice. 
like Delta Nine infused ice cream. These guys are from New York. They're like, you know, they're older. They're, mm-hmm. they're living their dream. They're yep. living their best life. There you go. Older, older, older. So it's not, I mean, you're bringing, just to bring it back to the, the yeah. policy side of things. Yeah. It's the, the legalization of cannabis as a whole. And I'm talking hemp and marijuana, cannabis. It's not, it's bipartisan issue. It is not an age demographic issue. It is not a socioeconomic issue. It is not an issue. Cannabis is a unifier. Mm. Um, mm. And I think that is part of the problem. It, it, it is a unifier. Ooh. So politicians tend to use it to stick with their party allegiance. Don't do that. Just bring the benefit back to the people and back to the planet because that is what we all need. Um, uh, you know, you, you end the show saying, uh, what is it? Uh, ask questions. Together. Inspire everyone and mm-hmm. stand united. There you go. Stand united. Stand united. The entourage effect. That is cannabinoids working together. As we work together, we see positive benefits. Um, our three core values at Lab Canna, educate first, grow together, and give a shit have to care oh love that all three of those keep it simple exactly exactly i did i did tell fred i would call (laughs) i would call this out cooperation because competition is healthy that is how we continue innovation and improving but cooperating is equally as healthy yes so doing they can exist in the same exact vein cooperate compete cooperation cooperation And coexisting, man. Ugh. That was beautiful what you just said. Thank Thanks. you. Love that. And what a perfect way to kind of wrap us up mm-hmm. because um, I think that we did such a great job. We still have some of these products out here, but I'm just going to, I'm going to call to action. If you're here in Tennessee and you're here in Nashville or you're coming in to visit, come check out a Lab Canna because you can get some fun stuff, some goodies for your, for your weekend and, I'll tell you what, the heightened gummies are really great for hangovers. <laughs> like, uh, really great for hangovers. <laughs> it is the cure, for real. Um, but I'm so excited to see where this goes. Uh, if you all want to know um, how to do a podcast or a stream or something like that, uh, I have got the guys. Aaron and Stuart with uh, Elm Hill Studio. This is a place I... It's literally hands off. I just get to show up and they're incredible. So you can email me at criticalrootzone.com and ask any questions, any thoughts or ideas about things you want to hear about, sustainability based. I have a feeling we're going to have these guys back on the show. No doubt. And we may be doing some longer episodes with them because, yeah, because it's just too much fun. Um, but in, in, in closing, um, is there anything else you wanted to say in closing? Or? Uh, I would love anyone listening watching please come to lab canny east please visit our website we are no judgment whatsoever from the can of curious to the can of conscious to the can come check it out we uh will give you all the education that you're looking for and I mean, can you, don't you want to meet Derek and Sarah? I mean, they're Please. amazing. I'm wearing my dare shirt. I mean, I had to. So. <laughs> you just wearing a dare shirt <laughs> shirt, and it like it perfect, perfect Thanks. for the set. Thanks. All right, guys, this was incredible, and I am so happy uh, that you came, that we did this, and 
I'm on. I'm looking forward to the next guest. I'm not really sure who it's going to be yet, but I'm thinking regenerative culture and farming. There's so many amazing people in Nashville doing incredible things. So um, stay tuned for the next guest. And until that next episode, just remember to ask questions, inspire others to be better, and anything is possible when we stand united. listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Critical Root Zone is produced in Nashville, Tennessee, copyright 2022.